Welcome to the Holy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Anissa Haley. I am a newlywed Christian woman who just wants to share my biblical perspective on womanhood, faith. The Holy Woman Podcast is here to support and encourage many like-minded Christian women. This is something that God has really put on my heart to start, and I feel like he is pushing me to get this podcast off the ground. Today's episode, we are going to talk about some five key tips that every woman needs to know so she can have her realistic glow up in life. And girl, these are things that God has revealed to me in my previous season that I am now bringing into this new season of life that I am walking into. So I hope these key tips help you, motivate you, encourage you. I hope they are a blessing to you. So let's get into it. Like I am slowly getting into my mid-20s and I am excited to be getting into my mid-20s. I'm excited for this season. I am excited There's so much that I've learned this past year that God has revealed to me leading up to my birthday, which honestly, like, I really feel like it has resulted in like a mini glow up, to be honest. I'm still applying these tips today. And honestly, it has made my life so much more enjoyable. But most importantly, I've received so much more clarity and I have so much more peace and just I don't worry as much or I don't overthink things as much as much as I used to in my previous season. So I really hope these tips minister to you. I really hope they do, sis. And you know what? Let's get into this video. And you know what? Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Number one. Choose your friends wisely. Are the people in your inner circle, are they a friend, like a real true friend, like what the Bible says what a friend is? Or are they really an acquaintance where you're just like a, hey, how you doing? You look cute. Thanks. Hey, boo, bye. Like we need good, godly friendships. Bible talks about friendships are built on unconditional love undying loyalty and unending commitment if you don't have love loyalty and commitment in your friendships then that's not a real friend sis she's not a real friend she's not and i'm not talking about the girl or your friend who's going through a dark season or having a bad day that person that you have labeled as your friend and they really do not care for you. And Proverbs twenty seven seventeen talks about it. And as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Like you need to have good, tight relationships with women who can hold you accountable, who can push you, encourage you, pray for you, fast for you, link together in the kingdom. Let God choose your kingdom friends, friends that are going to be connected with you in your walk, who are really going to be there for you, not in just when things are going good. 
they're going to be there like friends that who are going to be there when you're going through dark seasons, who are going to motivate you, who are going to push you. That's a friend because you are the company you keep. And that's in first Corinthians 15, 33. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Be very careful who you allow in your inner circle And then sometimes people are only meant to be in your life for a season. And God will start to show you that "Mm, maybe you might need to like separate yourself either temporarily or just have boundaries with this person or completely separate yourself from this person. In that area, when you're dealing with your enemy, you still got to treat people as Christ would. You still got to respect them. Don't stoop down to their level and talk bad about them behind their back and do what they're doing. No. Treat them respect. Serve them. Because that will bring conviction to them. So be very careful of what you share to people, who you share to, and even when you share stuff to Because most importantly, yes, we need to have good godly friendships, but we also need to go to God first. We can't get in this habit where we don't talk to God, but we talk to everybody and they mama about what's going on in our life. Because God, most importantly, knows everything about you and he knows what you need to do in order to get out of this circumstance or how to get out of a situation, so on and so forth. He's there. Number two. Set boundaries. I know as women, we are natural nurturers and we just want to take care and help. And you know, like God has, in, God has put that in us. But at the same time, we can't have people. And when I mean by people, I mean grown adults who are fully capable of figuring things out Going to God, praying and seeking God, really doing the work themselves solely depend on us all the time. We must challenge them to go to God first. We must challenge them to figure things out. We are not God. You see, God can help everybody at the same time all at once. He can meet everybody's need according to his timing At the same time, we are not God. We are nobody's God. We have to be very careful of the influence that we have in people's lives because sometimes, depending on past insecurities, past hurts, or rejection that we've had gone through, past trauma, sometimes we as women, we can start to have like this savior mindset, like I'm going to save you, but no, it's God that does the saving. God is the savior. Jesus Christ is, needs to be their personal savior in their life that guides them. And we need to be willing to allow God to just be God and do what he needs to do. And then we can't get in this habit of always saying yes to everything and everyone. Then we start getting burnt out. Then we start becoming bitter. Then we start viewing God a certain way. We start viewing people a certain way. 
Because in 2 Corinthians 9, 7, it says, each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Meaning, don't be just saying yes to stuff because you want validation. Because at that point, your heart is in the wrong place. And you're not even trying to please God. If anything, you're trying to please yourself and you're trying to please people. And then you become a people pleaser where now you're in a stage of you're burnt out, you're people pleasing. And now you don't know how to say no to people respectfully and in God's timing and how God would want you to respond when you are being bombarded with a lot of needs. Sometimes you might have to redirect that person to somebody else who's more available or you might be able to have to prioritize your time better so you're able to fit that need or you might just have to be really honest to that person and just be like, hey, I really do cannot do this. I'm looking at my schedule and I'm not able to. Like, is there any way that maybe like, you know, or just challenge them to really seek God on this. God will use people. He will use things. He will use anything to help people. He will even use us at times to meet the need of somebody else. You can't get in this mindset where we are enabling people, where we are acting as if we're God, where we take God out of the center of all things and we make it all about self so be very careful and this is where it leads me to my next point is learn to prioritize your well-being and I'm gonna use an example of like my health for example so previously I used to only want to lose weight because I solely just wanted to look good that was it. I didn't even necessarily care about being healthy. I just wanted to look good. So I would do like extreme measures to lose weight and I would lose the weight really quick, but then I was slowly gaining back constantly. And it was just constantly like a yo-yo effect. But December 28th of 2022, girl, I went through a little mini little episode. I was just going through a lot mentally in that season and I put on quite a bit of weight at that time. And I was like, girl, things need to change. You got to change. Like, this is not okay. Like this, you got to change. So then I started focusing on having better habits when it came to my health. And I started like, being able to have more balance when it came to being healthy, exercising, to the point where I started being more disciplined in other areas in my life. Like if anything, it started motivating me and challenging me to do better things in my life. Like your girl got a journal, I started journaling. I got a planner. I started getting more organized. I started using my time wisely now. Like I really started taking the things of God so much more seriously. 
I just started focusing on living a life that's more balanced while having God in the center. Like I started praying more. I'm like, okay, I need to wake up. I need to pray. I need to work out. I need to do this. Like I started making a schedule more. And then the result, yeah, I've lost some weight, but I've also have become more organized, more disciplined. My relationship with God has gotten a lot deeper now. All because I prioritized my health and wellness. I started prioritizing that. When you really take the time to take care of yourself, everything falls in line. Because I went from being always insecure about my weight just so insecure and being tired all the time, feeling like I don't have purpose, feeling like this, feeling like that, always in the blues, feeling bad for myself. And throughout that season, that's when God started revealing to me that he wanted me to do a YouTube channel. That's where that all came from through that season. Like sis, when is the last time that you prioritized your home? Cleaned? Did a reset, organize some stuff, get some stuff together, get some organization tools. When's the last time that you did that for yourself? Or have you been consistent with that? Because I used to be that girl where I would buy me a planner and stuff, but I would never use it. I didn't take it seriously, you know? Like, you got to get to a point where you are prioritizing your health spiritually mentally and physically those all those three areas you got to get to a point where you are prioritizing that you can't live in chaos and expect God to move in chaos you can't have a funky prayer life and expect God to answer your prayers you can't binge watch Netflix and TikTok and social media and all that and expect to really hear from God. Number four, learn to rest. Because like, sis, when's the last time you took a sabbatical? When's the last time you rested? Because we must show God, who is also our Lord and our Savior, that we depend solely on him. We must rest, do absolutely nothing, take a time and do nothing to relax, lay down, maybe go on a vacation of some sort, maybe take time off of work because that is showing him that we depend solely on him. When we get in this mindset that we're in this hustle and grind, hustle this, hustle that, work, 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 work. I got to work. I got to do this. I got to do overtime. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do that. You know, I got bills. I got this. I got that. I don't got time to rest. Then you're showing God that you don't trust him. You're basically telling him, I don't trust your ways. I don't trust that you're really going to move for me. I don't trust that. So I'm going to take matters into my own hands. And that's why I'm going to be a workaholic and work all the time. That's a problem. If anything, God is always loyal, trustworthy, dependable, is committed. 
when we start resting in him, when we start being like, all right, God, I did my portion. I'm, I need help. Can you, y'all need to do the rest for me. Like, I'm going to rest. I'm going to take a break. That's where breakthrough comes. That's where the breakthrough comes. So, girl, take that vacation. Take that time off. Get your, you know, relax. It's okay. When you got God on your side, he is with you. There was a pastor we had guest speaking at our church like a while ago, and he said, you can be busy in the things of God and God is not in it. We tend to think if we're busy all the time, then we're being productive. Let me tell you something. If Jesus went to spend time alone in prayer and in fasting with God and rested himself, why do we think that we don't need to rest? Like, why do we get so guilty for taking a break? Why do we get so guilty for taking that vacation, having that time off, doing a weekly reset in the home? Get into this negative habit of when things get overwhelmed, you either just run from your problems to the point where you start distracting yourself in meaningless activities. But what I mean in this point is really rest. Maybe you might need to do a social media fast. Maybe you just need to do a fast in general. Maybe you need to abstain from certain things so you can have clarity, so you can feel rested. And number five, and the final one, enjoy the journey and not the outcome. It's in Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. It is not our job to constantly figure out everything. We must wait in God's timing. And when we wait in his timing, When we release it to God, that's where we feel peace. So don't get in that mindset of constantly wanting to speed through your seasons. There's a lesson in every season. We got to get to a place where we need to always be teachable, always be willing to learn, always be willing to apply what God has revealed to us through people, through situations, through circumstances, so on and so forth. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Holy Women. I hope it ministered you in any way. Always remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made in him. Psalm 139. You enjoy the rest of your day or your evening or even your week. My sister in Christ. Bye.